You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. Closes verse 23 of Paphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, send you greetings. So do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my fellow workers. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. And as we've noted before, every one of Paul's letters, he begins in the opening statements, grace to you, and he ends, grace to you. And as a Christian, you understand everything from beginning to end and everything between is all of grace. Grace is unmerited favor. You don't deserve it, and yet God showers us. Grace is the most amazing thing, isn't it? Grace is undeserved favor. It's getting more blessings than you can imagine when you've done absolutely nothing to deserve it. Pastor Danny will share with you today that the Apostle Paul began and ended his letters with this word, grace. That's the story of a Christian's life. It began with grace, Jesus dying on the cross for your sins, and it'll end with grace too. That blood that washed you clean continues to do so until the day you meet your Savior face to face. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Philemon, chapter 1, with today's edition of The Living Word. So back to Philemon, verse 17. He knows now Onesimus is with Paul. Paul's sending him back. Onesimus now is a Christian. And so here's what Paul continues, verse 17. So, if you consider me a partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has done you any wrong or owes you anything, charge it to me. That tells us he did owe something. That tells us he robbed his master when he ran away. I, Paul, am writing this with my own hand. Don't miss that. Paul, when he'd write his letters, he would dictate them. And at the end of his letters, his custom was he would get the pen from the secretary that was writing it down. He would maybe write a couple of lines, and then he would personally sign it to authenticate the message. Here, he says, I'm writing this letter with my own hand. This is telling Philemon, this is a personal word for you. I'm writing this with my own hand. I'll pay it back what Onesimus stole. Not to mention you owe me your very self, which tells us that Paul also had led Philemon to faith in Jesus Christ. So he's his spiritual father as well as Onesimus. Verse 20, I do wish, brother, that I may have some benefit from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ. Confident of your obedience, I write to you, knowing that you'll do even more than I ask. Did you catch that? I know you're going to do even more than I'm asking you to do. And all I'm asking you to do is, well, forgive Onesimus for running away. Cancel any debt, anything he might have stole from you. Any other wrongs he's done against you, don't hold that against him. Welcome him back. Welcome him. And welcome him with open arms like you would welcome me, your close friend. Beyond that, when he comes back, you shower him with grace and you shower him with mercy. You kill the fattened calf. You throw a party because Onesimus is back home and now he's no longer a slave, he's a brother. You welcome him like Jesus would welcome him. That's what he's saying. You know that's what he's saying. Doesn't end there. I know we're almost done with the letter, but look at verse 22. Oh, and one more thing. 
Prepare a guest room for me because I hope to be restored to you and answer to your prayers. In other words, hey, I'm going to be there soon personally, and I'll see firsthand what's happening between you and Onesimus. Ooh, what godly pressure to do the right thing. Your spiritual father is coming back to town, and he's going to see how things are going. Then he closes, verse 23, Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, sends you greetings. So do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my fellow workers. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. And as we've noted before, every one of Paul's letters, he begins in the opening statements, grace to you, and he ends, grace to you. And as a Christian, you understand everything from beginning to end and everything in between is all of grace. Grace is unmerited favor. You don't deserve it, and yet God showers us with it. Now I have a question. Here's the question. Listen carefully. Why did Onesimus run away? Very important question. Now, before I answer it, I have to believe, because it's right here in Holy Writ, God wouldn't have Paul write something that was just flattery about Philemon. No, he writes about Philemon in the opening lines, and he says, hey, man, your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you brothers have re- you've refreshed the hearts of the saints. I always thank God as I remember you in my prayers. I hear about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. Listen, Philemon is a very godly man, a very loving man. The love of Christ is flowing through his life. And so listen, the question again, why did Onesimus run away? Under the Old Testament law, you might have actually become a slave because you indebted and you can't pay your debt, and you would for a period of time sell yourself into slavery. And slavery in that day wasn't always a bad thing. You could actually serve someone for a period of time, and then once your debt was paid, you'd be free to go. Once your time was served under the law of Moses, you'd be free to go. But now, if after your time is, uh, is served and now your debt is paid, you're free to go. You're no longer going to be a slave to your master. You could make a choice and become what's called a doulos slave, which Paul said that's what he was to Christ, a doulos slave. You know what a doulos slave is? That you love your master so much and your master is such a good master that you don't want to leave. You don't want to leave. And so you say to your master, Master, I love being your servant. I love living here. I will serve you for the rest of my life. And what they would do under law, what they would pierce your ear, and they would put an identifying mark in your ear that you belong now for the rest of your life to your master, and you have made that choice willingly because you love your master. Philemon's a godly master. I'm going to ask the question one more time. Why did he run away? I know why he ran away. You know why he ran away? He ran away because he wanted to be free. That's deep, isn't it? He ran away because he wanted to be free. He ran away for the very same reason the prodigal son left his father and left his father's house. He no longer wanted to set his life by his father's standards and by his father's guidelines. He wanted to set his own rules, make his own decisions, go where he wanted to go, when he wanted to go, stay as long as he wanted to stay. He wanted to be free. Let me dig a little deeper. He ran away from a very good master because that's his nature. Let me clue you in. Every single person sitting in here right now, every single person, every single one of us, every single, listening by live stream, listening however, every single one of us, every single one of us, that's our nature. Do you know that? Isaiah chapter 53, verse 6, 
We all, like sheep, have gone astray. We've turned every one to his own way. Every one of us. You know what was the most amazing thing about that? Even after becoming a Christian, that's still in our old self, our very sinful nature, that's our tendency. Now, this blows your mind when you stop to think about it. <laughs> blows your mind. Because when Moses asked the Lord to reveal himself to him, and I, I want to see you, Lord, and uh, he says to him, well, you can't really see me and really handle that, you know. Now, of course, one day we'll see him, but that's after the sacrifice that Jesus offered on the cross to pay for our sin. But even so, is, is Exodus chapter 34, I'm just going to read it for you. God tells Moses, well, look, I'm going to put you in a cleft of a rock, and then I'm going to turn my back, and I'm going to pass by. I'm going to pass by. And God does that, and then God, as he passes by Moses, he declares something about himself, and here's what he says. Exodus 34, verse 6, And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands, and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. That's our God. That's who He is. And not just to the Christian, to the non-Christian. You see, in that sense, we are all children of God. Now, we need to be born again to be saved and not face damnation. We understand that. Nevertheless, every human being has a creator. Hebrews encourages us to submit to the Father of our spirits and live. You see, we're spirit beings having a human experience. When your human body dies, you're going to live on somewhere. See, God created us, body, soul, and spirit. Isn't it amazing? I mean, isn't it incredible that such a good God who only wants to save us, bless us, shower us with grace and mercy, and yet our tendency is to run away, to rebel, to not submit. doesn't make sense, but that's our nature. That's what sin's done to us. God is certainly the most gracious, loving, wonderful master anybody could ever have, yet despite his goodness, man chooses to run from him. Let me say another quick word on that. And for some people, you really need to hear this. This is God for you, personally. You know, some children growing up in the home, and they can't wait to get out on their own, can't wait to get out from under mom's and dad's coattails. They want to be free. The gospel message is more than just a message you hear at church. It's an entire lifestyle change that's unique to each and every follower of Christ. The Word of God is meant to change you and change the way you interact with the world around you. You're meant to live the Word, not just read it. Has Jesus had that kind of effect on your life? We're so glad that you joined us for today's edition of The Living Word. Pastor Danny Hodges has been teaching through the book of Philemon a letter written by the Apostle Paul that contains a powerful and personal message. We hope that your faith has been encouraged by what you've heard today. If you'd like to explore more of Pastor Danny's teachings from the Word of God, you can do so by visiting our website, ccf.com. 
S-T-P-E-T-E dot church. Just click on sermons to be directed to our YouTube channel. And don't forget to subscribe. That way you'll never miss a new edition of The Living Word. Are you listening in the St. Petersburg area right now? If so, we have a special invitation for you. Pastor Danny and all of us at Calvary Chapel Fellowship would love to have you join us for our weekend services. We gather on Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. And your presence would be such a blessing to us. Find out more and get directions at ccfstpete.church. Once more, that website is ccfstpete.church. Thanks for tuning in today. We pray you continue to seek Jesus every day and grow in your relationship with Him. Join us next time to hear another message from Scripture right here on The Living Word.